The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke to his disciples, Keep awake, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. Who then is the faithful and wise slave, whom his master has put in charge of his household, to give the other slaves their allowance of food at the proper time? Blessed is that slave whom his master will find at work when he arrives. Truly, I tell you, he will put that one in charge of all his possessions. But if that wicked slave says to himself, my master is delayed, and he begins to beat his fellow slaves and eats and drinks with drunkards. The master of that slave will come on a day when he does not expect him, at an hour that he does not know. He will cut him off and put him with the hypocrites, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's Gospel is taken from Matthew chapter 24, and it's part of the Olivet Discourse. This is the final sermon of Jesus set forth by St. Matthew. And context here is important because in this chapter we have a prophetic announcement of the destruction of the Jerusalem Temple in AD 70, which would represent a transition from the Old Testament to the New Covenant from the old Jerusalem temple to the new spiritual temple of Christ's body, the church. And since the temple is a microcosm of creation, then in a sense this is also speaking prophetically about the end times, when there will be the second coming of Christ, the last judgment, and the transition from the old creation to a new heavens and a new earth. Well, given that context, this particular gospel passage today from verses 42 to 51 focus in on our preparedness. Jesus then says, keep awake, for you did not know on what day your Lord is coming. You must be ready, for the Son of Man will come at an unexpected hour. And then he tells the little parable about the householder who's off on a journey and leaves his servants in charge. And notice the very dramatic consequences depending on whether the servants were ready and fulfilled the master's instructions when he came back. Jesus says, who then is the faithful and wise slave whom his master has put in charge of his household to give the other slave their allowance of food at proper time? Blessed is that slave whom his master will find at work when he arrives. A great beatitude. Truly, I tell you, he will put that one in charge of all his possessions. It reminds one of the parable of the talents. When the business owner gave five talents to one servant, and that one went out and traded and worked and was faithful and produced five more. And the master put that one in charge of all of his household. This is a reference to the next life. Now, there's also dramatic consequences for failure because Jesus says, if a wicked slave says to himself, my master is delayed and he gets drunk and he beats the other servants, 
the master will return at an unexpected time, and he will cut him off and put him with the hypocrites, with the weeping and gnashing of teeth. In the parallel Gospel of Luke, chapter 12, there's a bit more detail in this parable. There's actually three servants who are judged. The first one is the wicked who beats the other slaves and gets drunk and so on. And Jesus says in Luke chapter 12 that that servant will be cut in pieces and thrown out into the outer darkness. Now that's a reference to final damnation, to hell. But there's two other servants. There's the one who knew what his master wanted but did not prepare himself or do what his master desired. He will receive a severe beating. Notice he's not thrown out into the outer darkness. He's still a servant, but he receives punishment. The third servant is one who did not know what his master wanted and did what was deserving of a beating, will receive a light punishment. Now that's a reference to purgatory. Those last two slaves will not be cast out into the outer darkness. There will be punishment, but they have been still in the master's service. All of this is a warning for us that we be prepared so that we can have the greatest blessing of being brought right into the kingdom of heaven. How do we do that? In the first reading from Thessalonians, St. Paul again commends that church because they were faithful and they were growing in their faith. And in fact, they were really strengthening Paul himself. Paul says, during our distress and persecution, we have been encouraged about you through your faith for we now live if you continue to stand firm in the Lord. But Paul is encouraging them to grow even more in their faith and not be slack. He says, may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all. And so strengthen your hearts in holiness that you may be blameless before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. That's what we're called to do. Where you are, the Thessalonians in a sense, we do have faith, we're here, we're at Mass on this beautiful evening, and yet God is encouraging us to grow even deeper and be that really good servant who not only cares for his own master's household, but goes out as we're called to do and to build up those around us like the Thessalonians did. And so the psalmist says, teach us to count our days that we may gain a wise heart Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O Lord, so that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and prosper for us the work of our hands. With that, let us thank the Lord that he's doing exactly that, prospering us because he's going to be giving himself to us in the Eucharist, the greatest treasure we could ever ask for. We're going to receive him in just a very few minutes.